true aliveness resides not in the 10 minutes of accomplishment, but in the hours of the pain endured. Welcome to the Be Better Mindset podcast, where we talk about the importance of improving life across every variable. We talk about topics like self-improvement, health, and so many strategies to manage the many stresses we have in life. If you are interested in pursuing happiness, bettering yourself daily, and reaching your fullest potential, this podcast is for you. Remember, you are great, but you can always be better. Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Better Mindset podcast. I am your host, Royce. Today, I wanna talk about life lessons from finishing 12 hours worth of Murph. And for those of you guys that have been following me for a minute, I have been doing Murph every single day for over two years, and oftentimes I'll switch it up because I just get bored. And for those of you guys that don't know Murph, the workout is run a mile, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and then run a mile back. And you do all of that with a 20-pound vest, and I've been doing it for a little over 600 days, almost 700 days. I'm going to do it 1,000 days in a row. But inside that 1,000, I'm also practicing to set the 12-hour record, but also to set the 24-hour record record in Guinness. So once that gets accepted, I'm going to post it, video it, get it recorded from someone watching me. And um, I'm really excited about that because just this past weekend, I ended up beating my last year's record where I did eight or no, sorry, I did seven in, in 12 hours. And this year I did a little over 10. And just in total, it was it was 1,040 pull-ups. I did the math here. 2,080 push-ups, 3,120 air squats, 21 miles worth of running, all with a 20-pound vest in under 12 hours. And while I want to talk about the crazy, how that, that how I ended up doing that, I don't necessarily want to talk about that. I want to talk about kind of the lessons that I learned inside that 12 hours. Every time I do something crazy in fitness, I always, I always like gain this wisdom and revelation of how a lot of the stuff that I experience inside that training session applies to different aspects of my life, whether it's business, relationships, health, so on and so forth. So instead of sharing a ton of mini lessons that's happening inside that 12 hours, which I, we could probably talk for an hour and just really dive into all of those lessons. I had one that really just stood out, like a mantra that I was saying as I was doing these runs and also as I reflect on it now. And that big lesson is really broken up into four parts, but it's one giant sentence. And the mantra and the sentence that I was saying to myself inside that 12 hours and then post 12 hours is... It's hard at the start, it's fun in the middle, it's hard in the end, but it's even harder when it's done. And as I was reciting this mantra over and over in the 12 hours, I started to correlate it with different parts of my life, being a father, starting a business, creating these amazing relationships with my, with my employees, but also my clients. But it also dawned on me that I may be having some of these experiences in my journey, but it can possibly relate to some of you guys that are listening to this podcast on a regular basis. So if you are are currently in a journey that's difficult, 
or a journey where you feel like you should start, but you don't have everything ready just yet. Or maybe you're experiencing a low in your journey and don't know how to quite get out of it. I feel this particular episode will help you kind of understand what the journey is like. So there are going to be times when you feel like you hit a wall and you don't know what to do. You're going to be times where you feel lonely and you'll question why you're doing it. You'll also finish a journey at some point and realize that the fun part was never really at the end. You realize that the fun part was always been in the middle. By having this insight, I hope to give you guys happiness now, one, instead of later. Perhaps you can experience joy even through the suffering you're experiencing at the moment and to a sense of security that you might be going the right path and you just have to keep moving forward in order to accomplish the task that you have set yourself up for. So with that said, guys, let's get right into the first lesson. And that first lesson that I've had in Murph was that it's, it's very hard in the beginning. And it's hard in the beginning, one, because it's dark. So when I started Murph, it was 2 a.m. I woke up, my alarm was, I'm tired, I'm a little sore from the day before, my wife is sleeping, my son is sleeping, and I'm like, I should just stay in bed. And yet, I'm standing up, drinking my cup of coffee, and I'm driving, and I'm questioning, one, why am I even doing this? Everyone is asleep. So at the start of every journey, it's common to question yourself. It's common to feel lonely because the only one that believes in you most likely is yourself and maybe a select few. There's not going to be a lot of people there. And as you start that journey, especially in the morning, it's dark. It's not sunshine and butterflies. It's just just dark. And when it's dark, everything is unknown. You don't know what to expect. And a lot of times when people embark on these journeys, they want everything to be bright and they want every path to be revealed. But the truth of the matter is, this is when you're the most blind. You have no insight, you have no practice, you have no knowledge, you don't have people paving the path for you. It's very difficult to start at the start. And that start also doesn't last one minute. It is it was for a long time. So when I started Murph early in the morning, I didn't get to see anyone until about seven. So from three to seven, it was just me. It was music. It was nature. It was darkness. It was solitude. And that's it. Now, it does seem fairly hard in that moment, but there are some glimpses of hope. There are some things that you start to learn about yourself. You start to create this level of resourcefulness, this level of security on who you are. You start to have conversations with the most important person in the world, which is you. How often have you had conversations by yourself? I think a lot of times we don't spend enough time alone. And in those moments where I'm by myself in the dark doing work is where I start to really build this amazing relationship. And it's a relationship with me. It's a relationship with a person I've never, I've thought existed, but I never knew was actually there. And those are some really, really pivotal times. So if you are starting a journey and you're not starting it because it feels like you're alone, or it feels like 
you're just you're in the dark. You don't know what's going to happen, or no one is supporting you. You're actually doing this right. So that's one major lesson that I learned the first few hours of twelve hours worth of Murph, and we move on to the middle, which is actually the most exciting part to this. So. During Memorial Day, we always run classes and and we have people do MRF inside those uh, two hours. So we have a heat that goes at 7 a.m. We also have another heat at 8 a.m. And then we have this like barbecue potluck at 9. And this is the greatest part. And here's why it's great. Number one, it's great because there's people there. There's people there cheering you on. And there's also people there doing what you're doing. So it's really great when they are struggling with you. It's the whole term that misery loves company, and it's also struggle likes struggle, grit likes grit. And it's just really enjoying one to just be part of that. But it's also great to see that these people are, 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 are making progress. You know, they're celebrating their wins. They've never done something like this before, so you get to experience that. And it's exciting. And the, you build this connection that's a little bit more unique to, to you two because they don't know how heavy the crown that you have to wear or the burdens you have to carry. It's why moms get along really, really well because they know the struggle. It's why entrepreneurs have each other's back a lot of times because they know the pain that's needed to be able to handle all of the stress is one, wear all the hats, and then somehow balance a life of being a father, a husband, so on and so forth. There is this sense of camaraderie that is being built in the middle. And it's fun because now people actually think it's possible. People want to join you in that journey because you're being successful. And when you embark on any journey, whether it's financial, relationship, health, somewhere along the middle, someone will latch on and want to join the party. And that's why it's such a blast. That's when you might have your first mentee and you're the mentor. And pouring into someone is so great. It's so fulfilling. And by by doing something like that in the middle, you forget your own struggles. You forget your pain. You forget how much work you've already put in. You forget that your hands are bleeding, that your cramps are so painful that it's hard to walk but you forget because there's just people there and they're there and and half of them are supporting you half of them are cheering you on half of them are doing it with you that's why the middle is so great but you realize that as soon as you're done in the middle you realize that you're just halfway there And while you start to see everyone pack up and celebrate their accomplishments, you know deep inside that the work is not done. You know deep inside that what they signed up for was something temporary and what you signed up for was much longer. You were in it for the end game. And you realize you're going to be a little lonely again on the end because it's really hard to finish. This is where most people are okay. You know, they've accomplished a sense of fulfillment. They did what they, 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 they came to do. But you wanted more. You wanted to be different. You wanted to, to ask 
a girl that you never thought you could ever ask out because she's too good for you. You wanted a goal that would set your family apart for generations by taking a risk financially and starting your own thing. And and you realize that doing the bare minimum is not what it takes. You know what it takes, and it takes a lot more, 10 times more. And right at that middle, when it ends, you start to realize that it's, it's also really, really hard at the end. It's really hard at the end because everyone's gone. Everyone's home. Everyone's celebrating with their families. Yet you're still there. You're still there sacrificing. You're, there, you're, you're still there doing a bunch of work, but you're wounded. And, and no one's really there to cheer you on. So the cheers are gone, but the pain like gets louder. And you want to quit. And in fact, there were moments when I was doing Murph some, somewhere along the sixth hour and seventh hour, I just wanted to stop. And I had to stop a few times because I just couldn't move. But what was really cool in the end, that there were a few people left. And a few people left not so much to carry all of the burden with you, but they wanted to be part of it somehow to just relieve some of your stress. They didn't have the strength to do what you wanted to do, but they know they had enough strength that they could take some of the pain away. And and just just going through that lonely period also made you really understand the relationships you should really be pouring your time in. You know, there are so inside that Murph, I was cramping up. I had Corey stop what he was doing and he essentially fixed my shoulder. And my shoulder was was having these massive cramps. It was throbbing. I felt like I pulled my lat. And um, every angle, every push-up, every pull-up that I did, I felt like it was tearing. And he just stopped what he was doing. He was like, all right, let's do this. And it really released that. He not only did that, but he went out of his way to find more salt in his bag that he's had for for long workouts. And he, he just gave it to me, right? So that was one event. You know, and, and he did he did check up along the way because he knew I was still out there running. Another another instance was when, when Madison came in and decided to just not he she knew one that the miles were the most difficult part for me. It was difficult because that was the slowest and that was actually where I cramped up the most. So she ran. She actually more like ran or walked with me because I couldn't really run on the later ends because I was just cramping so much. But these are just essentially, I want it to be more symbolic because when you're in your journeys, there are people, maybe one or two, that want to support you in any way, that want to alleviate some of that burden that you have to fully carry. And for a long time in my in my solopreneur career, there were all these people trying to support me, but I had this pride that I can do it all by myself. And it was a mistake because it was a mistake because I would never get that far. When I got seven rounds was because I tried to do everything myself. This time around, I did a lot more, 30 to 40% more because I actually seeked help. I actually knew that I couldn't do this on my own. And... And, and for those of you guys that are embarking in your journey and you feel alone, you're not, especially when you're in the end. There are people there that support you. There are people there that want to help you out in any way. They won't get the job done for you, 
I'll tell you that much. But they will be there to pick up a slack where you're missing, right? They'll give you an insight that you never had before. They'll give you their own resources so you accomplish the task. And that's why it's, 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 it's hard. That's why it's hard because it's hard because yes, there's less people there. It's hard because now you have to drop your pride and ask for help that you can get this done. And that was one of the big, big lessons that I've actually just, just been getting better at just over the past year. And it's still kind of an area of weakness. There are a lot of people that want to support me in my growth and support me in my um, goals. And I just, I was blind to it. But the moment I realized I wanted to get further, I started to collaborate at such a higher level. It's one of our laws when we, or one of our values in, in great coaching in, in, the, in our company is if you want to compete at the highest level, you got to collaborate at the highest level. And that's just how it works. So that is the third mini lesson that I learned in Murph. Now, once you actually finished it, so what's really cool is I finished Murph. I did all, I actually got a second heat after resting a little bit. So my cramps started to disappear. The electrolytes kicked in, the massages kicked in, the wrapping my arms kicked in eating all those calories in between kicked in and I'm able to do a little bit more on the back end. And I think somewhere in the back end, my adrenaline was also really, really high. So in that process, you just don't really, really feel anything. So that was, uh, that's kind of what's happening in the end. But as soon as you are done, that's when actually I realized that that actually was the hardest part of Murph for me. And it's hard because all of your adrenaline, my all of the adrenaline disappeared. And once your adrenaline disappears, guys, and you do some type of work like that, all of the pain that was that was actually there starts to appear like crazy. So my foot started to ache, my back started to ache, my neck started to ache, my chest started to ache, my inner calves and inner like legs started to ache. I would cramp, so, so when I went back home, I would, I, it took me like 10 minutes to walk upstairs where it only took me seconds to do 15 air squats. Now one side of the difficulty in the end is physical and the other one is mental. It's physically challenging, one, because at the end of every journey, you realize that your body takes a toll. In a workout like Murph, that's grueling, that's very enduring, your body breaks down. Your body breaks down as in you, you might have fractures on your foot. You might pull a muscle or two. You, you might, I don't know, some people get rhabdo and they have to go to the hospital. And, and for those of you that are maybe in the journey of building your own business empire, your health might take a toll as well. You might neglect your health along, along the path. You put in 40, 80, 100 hours per week, but you don't, you don't put a single hour into your body, so your body breaks down. Or if it's not health, maybe you don't pour any into your relationships with your family, your relationships with your wife. You might be getting a divorce by the end of it. So it's the end, end game is, is just as hard because, that it, because it does take a toll. There are those sacrifices you, you make. And that's why it's 
I think it's almost harder sometimes. That's just the physical side, the manifestation of the external reality side. The second difficulty, and I think is more difficult for me, is the mental toll that it takes in you. And the mental toll that it took on me was I started to realize that the accomplishment is so finite. And knowing that you get into this like lull, you get sad because you realize that the feeling of accomplishment, the feeling of success is just as fleeting as every emotion that you ever experience as a human being. And when you start to realize that and you, you, you accept that, you start to understand that the best part was not at the end or in the beginning. The best part was actually you struggling the entire 11 hours. It's when, it's when you felt like you couldn't do more. It was when you asked for help when you couldn't do any more. It was when you hit your first obstacle and you found yourself to be resourceful to take on that adversity. It was when you forgot how painful your body felt because everyone else was cheering you on and they were, all there. They were along with you the whole time. It was when it was quiet and no one was there and you start to meet someone that you thought was was a myth that never existed a version of you that was more courageous a version of you that is more powerful than you realized a version of you that you would be inspired by and would never thought the light of day that it would be a version of you and when you start to understand that this the 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 times where you think you're at the lowest points you get this like this urge, this sense of comfort that at some point in the end of this journey, I'm going to miss this pain. I'm going to miss this valley that I'm currently in. I'm going to miss this area of my journey where I'm actually alone and I don't know what to do. I'm also going to miss the second loneliest part, which is at the end where I realize when everyone is done, I still got a lot of work to do. And that's when, that's when you're feeling the most successful, the most accomplished. But sometimes it requires you to finish one journey and experience this whole cycle for you to have a greater experience in the other journeys you start to take on. So the action plans today, guys, is number one, where are you in your journey? Are you at the start where it feels like you have no idea what you're doing? It's dark. In fact, it's very lonely. Or are you in the middle of your journey where it's exciting, it's fun, there's a lot of people there. You're enjoying it because there's camaraderie. There's people experiencing what you're experiencing. They're celebrating your wins. You're celebrating their wins. Or maybe you're in the end where you realize while everyone's done, you still have a lot to do. And because you have a lot to do, it feels lonely again. But when you're in that end, you start to realize maybe there are some people that want to help you get all the way to the end. And you want to leverage that opportunity to have someone come along with you. Or maybe you finished your journey and you had this 
notion that that this was going to be the best part of it and maybe you're just coming to realize that this actually was the hardest part because you put all of your joy and your accomplishment and your success in the end but in reality all of that was happening in the middle at the start right and um you wish you could go back and just be happy but hopefully by understanding that the next journey you take on you take it on with a smile you take it on with open eyes and you just start to enjoy all of it instead of everything so hard at the beginning it's fun at the middle it's fun in the end it's fun in the end end it's even funner so so guys um if you are like i said if you are in a journey and you're experiencing these highs and lows and you're wondering what to do hopefully these insights from me doing murph for 12 hours can help at least give you a step forward in what to do and what to feel and hopefully it gives you a sense of security and confidence that you're going the right path and guys if you like this episode make sure to share it with someone if you haven't subscribed to our podcast yet make sure you do that and love you guys i'll see you guys soon peace out Be back.